So what they're saying is if your property value change was lower than the average for Wake County. So the average for Wake County was 53. So if it's lower than that, your taxes will probably go down. If it's right in line with that, um, they will likely stay the same. And if it's higher than the average, they'll go up. So like a window is a great example of that. Window is significantly higher than the average. So they're probably gonna see their property taxes increase. Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina is consistently named one of the fastest growing areas in the country and one of the best areas for families. We cover everything, real estate, recreation, restaurants, and just what makes Raleigh, Durham a great place to live. This is the RDU Buzz podcast. We are live. Welcome to this week's RDU Buzz. We are so excited that you guys are here. Um, if anyone is tuning in, last week um, we played a little game of seeing who was the farthest away that was watching. And when I look back through the comments, it was Qatar. Really? Yeah. Interesting. All the way in Qatar. So thanks for watching from Qatar. That's and really cool. There were people, you know, from all over the place, uh, California, the Northeast, yeah. Tennessee. So we must have missed the, the Qatar comment. They that's watched really cool. it the, later that night. Okay. So okay. Yeah, that's really cool. they weren't tuned in live, I guess. But they yeah, so make sure, um, yeah, we should keep the game going. Make sure to put in the comments where you're um, joining from, uh, see who, who the furthest away is. So, yes, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to turn my volume down a little bit. Sorry, it's really loud. <clears throat> but anyway, thanks so much for joining. I hope you all are having a good week so far. Do you know what we're talking about tonight? Uh, property value. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't feel Cindy in much of yeah. what we're talking about. So, yeah. so um, far property values. Is all yeah, 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 yeah. Everything's yeah. going to be sprung on me. So you'll get yep. my live reaction. <laughs> yeah. 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 But we're going to kick it off with um, some news as far as Wake County's property uh, reevaluations. Um, but before then, Kevin is joining from Minneapolis. Uh, he said, where your 42 degrees <laughs> looks really good. Is that, where's Minneapolis? <laughs> so I guess that's the, the Southern accent coming out. <laughs> I don't know. But you just added a whole nother in and there. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it's funny. You know, it is, it is 100% all perspective. We, um, you know, I was talking to some folks the other day from um, Maine and some other folks from, you know, some of the Northeast countries and they're like, or uh, um, uh, states and they were like, you know, just talking about how the 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 springtime here or the winter is like spring for them, and so yeah. Um, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure you know, 42 degrees is too cold for me, but but with what you're dealing with, Kevin, it's probably it's probably yeah. really good. We got Randy joining from Long Island, New York. Thanks so much for joining, Randy. I'm sure it's cold up where you are as well. Um, but anyway, we will kick off uh, tonight with um, property revaluation. So Wake County essentially announced um, that they were rolling out the uh, the, the 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 property revaluations uh, this month. And so, what happens in the state of North Carolina? If 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 you're from here, you're probably somewhat familiar with the process. But every eight years, you're required to reevaluate the properties, um, the counties are. And that is what that number is what is used for your property taxes. So yeah, and something interesting, I know in a lot of other states, the sales price of the house is what is used for your taxes initially, yeah. not, you know, necessarily what the tax value is. So 
for here, this, uh, the taxes don't change based on the sales price of when you buy the house. They're going to stay the same until the county that you bought the house in comes and reevaluates. And they don't like enter into your home. It's kind of just based on square footage, lot size, yeah. kind of. But they may know. come to this. They may come to your house. Right. Yeah. yeah. But not yeah. inside. Yeah, they don't like, inside. they don't judge you like, oh, your kitchen's nicer. So it's worth more or anything. You know, they'll look and make sure, you know, if you've added onto the house or have like another building or something you know, yeah. that might get put into the equation. Exactly. Exactly. We got next level joining from Raleigh. Thanks for joining in next level. Yeah, thanks um, for being here. But so, so they're required by state law to do it every eight years, but um, they, they do it in Wake County every four years. So the last time this was done was in 2020. Um, and then your, your, the, the, the jump in your property values typically is not as significant as it was this year. But this year it was 53% in your property value. So obviously there's a lot of concern going around with how does that impact your your taxes right now? So right, before yeah. before we get into that, I wanted to share this graph um, real quick because I thought it was pretty fascinating. Yeah. And if it was four years ago, the last time it was done, that would have been done, you know, in 2020, 2020 before yeah. the pandemic. And when the price inflation and all the craziness really started was during the pandemic and after. So yep. this definitely is going to show I, I could almost see like a justified higher amount than normal because the home's values are definitely as far as like purchasing a home are definitely about 50% more than they were in 2019. Yeah, exactly. So I can kind of see it in a perspective, but it's way too much to increase on somebody at one time. Yeah. So um, just some uh, numbers specific to to the cities in the triangle. Um, the, the the Triangle Business Journal put out a really good, a really good one um, where they got this graph, but it's broken down with residential and then commercial. So Apex was a 57% increase. Cary was 56. Fuquay was 54. Garner 54, Holly Springs 53. Wow. Um, Wake Forest was 51. So they were a little lower than some of the other areas. Roseville was 51 and Raleigh was 52. So, but all in all, I mean, that's a, that's a substantial increase to your property value based on what the county is saying. Yeah. So. I mean, all around, you know, relatively about 50%. What about Wendell down there at the bottom? Wendell has grown like crazy since Wendell, 2020. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm glad oh, you said that. Wow. Wendell yeah, was 63%. Okay. Because I was wondering if the graph was like wow. highest to lowest. So I was going to be surprised if Wendell was lower because that place looks nothing like it did in 2019, yeah. 2020. So uh, it has really exploded out there. Wow. So that doesn't surprise me too much. Yeah. So <clears throat> as far as how this impacts your taxes, because obviously the fear would be, are my taxes going to go up? Are my property taxes going to go up 53%? Or in Wendell's case, what was that? 60, 63%. And so I think if I opened that letter and it was 63%, I would have a heart attack. Yeah. But there's people, or I think it wasn't people real. opening those letters right now. And so they're, 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 they're getting mailed out. Yeah. That's um, the scariest letter you'll ever get. So the good news is in North Carolina, you are the the state requires counties to be revenue neutral in um in in their taxes essentially meaning they can't that just because your property increases 53% doesn't mean that the county is going to bring in 53% more the county will readjust the tax rate based on that increase so that there remains revenue neutral. Um, obviously, the county could increase the budget and thereby needing to increase the revenue, um, which obviously will happen. Budgets tend to increase over time. 
but that tends to happen over time. So Wake County actually <clears throat> on their website um, is talking about the projected um, uh, the projected tax rate for uh, fiscal year 25. So this would be passed, I think, in either June or July of this coming year. Um, but the uh, the the projected tax rate would be 0.43 point. Sorry, 0.4643 is a lot of numbers yes. in there. Yes. 0.4643%. And, and right I'll, now <clears throat> it's um, 0.65. Yeah, 65. So it would go down. Yeah, so, yeah, so it mean, would go down. So it's projected. So that's good. Yeah, it's projected to go down just kind of. But that's helpful. And I like that because I feel like, you know, right if it was a business, you know, a typical business bringing money, they would not decrease something. They would just find more ways to make a profit. So it's good because, you know, the population has grown so much here. It makes sense to like lessen that burden for yeah. each individual person. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. And, and 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 obviously over time, you know, the 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 budget will increase, right? Because, you know, Wake County, they need to build more schools. Like there, there's a bunch of stuff that yeah. Wake County needs to do to meet, yeah, to meet the, 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 the growing, uh, the growing demand, but it is reassuring. I think, and, and obviously this number here that's, that's on the screen, it's not, it's not final. This is what's estimated, but this is from Wake County's website of what is projected, what the tax rate is, is, is projected to be for the county. Obviously, if you live in the city, you would have a city tax added on to that. So that would be a right. separate, a separate tax. But, yeah. um, but yeah, so anyway, I thought that was really, I thought that was really good. Oh yeah. Here's the current tax rate point point six five seven. So you were, you were spot on with it. So it would, it would decrease, um, it would decrease quite a bit. So as far as, <clears throat> as far as your taxes go, you know, some folks aren't going to necessarily even fill it. And WRAL actually had a really good, a really good breakdown of this. So they were talking about who's going to see their taxes go down, whose will stay the same, and whose will go up. Um, so what they're saying is if your property value change was lower than the average for Wake County, so the average for Wake County was 53. So if it's lower than that, your taxes will probably go down. If it's right in line with that, um, they will likely stay the same. And if it's higher than the average, they'll go up. So like a window is a great example of that window is significantly higher than the average. So they're probably going to see their property taxes increase. That in makes window. sense. Yeah. Um, but I thought that was really, that was really helpful for folks who live in the area can kind of get a gauge on what their property taxes are going to be based on that increased assessment. Yeah. So, so it sounds like Raleigh might go down because they were 51%. Yeah, potentially. So, so might or, or, or at least remain less. the same. I yeah. mean, because 51, yeah, 53 I mean, is not, not a big, big difference. Yeah. yeah. It'd probably be relatively the same. So yeah. anyway, but I mean, <laughs> to get that letter in the mail saying that your home is assessed for 53% higher than what it has been with your, with your taxes is, um, you know, that's, that's pretty, that's pretty. Yeah. Cause I mean, until scary. you start reading these articles that, you know, when you initially see the headline, it just sounds like everybody's stuff is going to increase by 50%, which is a big number. So, I mean, it's good to kind of hear, it doesn't really mean it's going to be 50 plus yeah. percent, you know, so exactly. it could just be a small, small little change. It's just kind of a lot of different layers that yeah. make it quite complex. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'd love to know if, uh, um, some of the local folks, if y'all have received, uh, these letters, if it shocked you when you got it, um, and kind of yeah. what your what your thoughts are on that. So yeah, yeah, um, we don't live in Wake County, so we, we don't receive yeah. one of these. So I would love to hear from Wake County residents and and hear about that. Yeah, absolutely. We have Earl joining from Springfield, Massachusetts. Thanks for joining, Hi, Earl. Earl. 
and we have Miss Tenacious joining from California. Welcome, oh, Miss Tenacious. The sunshine emoji. Yeah, I love it. Um, <laughs> and Randy said it's 30 degrees in New York. So that's not too bad. That's about what it, it is. Right honestly, here, it's really cold here today. So yeah. today was better than yesterday. Yesterday was. Yeah. Actually, actually, some of you guys will laugh about this. Uh, yesterday, school was delayed because it was, I think the morning time was like in the teens. And so it they was. just delayed it. They were like, it's just too cold to get to get going this morning. So I just thought that was really funny. Um, you know, it, we've always canceled school for a threat of snow, but, you know, just it was a little chilly. There was no like freezing rain or anything. They just were like, it's too cold to stand out for yeah. the bus. So I'm sure those kids up north are uh, could laugh at at our weak selves down here. I'm sure. Yeah. So <clears throat> the next article is really interesting. It's, it's, it's really going over some like generational um, housing trends and kind of the impact that, that that has on, on housing markets. But um, <clears throat> the uh, so Redfin put out this article and before we get into it, it, it it's talking about large homes. And I, I was, I didn't know what it meant by a large home because it's kind mm. of buried in the article. But a large home, according to Redfin in this study, is a three bedroom plus house. So that's, that's a large not home. really a large home. And in, in the study, that, <laughs> that is that is what they define as 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 a large home in in this study. So wow. um, it's interesting because what the 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 point that they're trying to make is that the the housing market's kind of top heavy to mm. a degree, and the what they determined was 28% of the country's large homes. This is a nationwide, and we'll kind of dig into some of the local numbers because they actually have Raleigh on the list um, with specific numbers. But 28% of the nation's large homes are are owned by empty nest baby boomers, and 14% of large homes, so significantly less, um, are owned by millennials so our generation with kids and in theory you think that would be like a swapped right, right, statistic right. yeah um, yeah i mean but it's not you would think so i mean in a way it makes sense and in a way it doesn't because as i mean when you think about it um like my parents still live in the homes that i grew up in and so you know they don't have any kids there right now and they take up all the space and i don't think they're in a rush to get out and downsize mm -hmm. or anything like that um yeah. but also you know they bought that house so long ago it's either paid off or the interest rate so low or it was exactly. just so much yeah. cheaper, you know, <laughs> when they bought it, it's like, why, why downsize, but yet have a higher mortgage payment. So it kind of makes sense in a way until I feel like for a lot of those people until they have to move out, you know, like if they're retiring and relocating or they just can't handle the stairs anymore or something like that. I feel like a lot of them are probably pretty happy to stay put. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, we like, <laughs> you know, in a, in a, um, you know, for us, I mean, we lived in, like a pretty small house, like a 1100 square foot house with three kids and us, um, for a while before, before we moved into the house we're, we're, we're at now. And so, um, you know, like I, 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 I see us in this study as well, as far as, you know, just kind of the, the mobility upward and, 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 and the lack of affordability in the market, but yeah, for sure. Um, and the yeah, lack of inventory too. Yeah. And the lack of inventory, yeah. but you know, it, it, it kind of goes into some of the reasons why this is and, and Cindy, Cindy kind of touched on this, but you know, when you, when you think about, you know, um, why are folks staying in these houses? A, a lot of it is, it just makes financial sense. Like why, why would you move, you know, either the, the house may be paid off or the mortgage may be, 
just you know so low or the interest rate is low i mean why why would you why would you move yeah yeah and so um but yeah i i thought i thought this was i mean you know you talk about just like generational generational um housing market trends at i mean at some point obviously i think millennials will move into that into that number but um but yeah i mean i, th I think it's going to take a really long time for a lot of that inventory to to come to to like our our generation so to speak yeah for um, sure for sure so um and yeah so and and you know some of it some of it is you know there's about 10 percent of our generation is not even interested in owning a home and so i think that's that that's some of it too but getting into some of the local i want to scroll down here to get into some of the local um data because raleigh actually Somewhat surprised me. So a quarter of the homes in Raleigh are owned by empty nest boomers, um, which is which is pretty, pretty in line with with what the others are. But Raleigh actually is really good when it comes to, you know, the millennials with kids owning a large home. So we're 15.8 percent. Yeah, well, I could see that because I feel like of the people that we have helped move from a relocation standpoint, a lot of them move here because they've had kids and they want to live somewhere that feels more family friendly. Um, they can spend a lot more time outside with great playgrounds, good schools. So it kind of makes sense because I feel like we attract that mm -hmm. um, group of people really well here. So it kind of makes sense in a way. Yeah, it does. It does. And I mean, just kind of thinking of like, you know, like like Los Angeles is under 10 percent. Yeah, millennials well, they with could kids not. On it. Yeah, you which, cannot which, afford I mean, a house yeah, as a millennial exactly. in Los and, Angeles. And if and you have so, a kid now, you definitely can't afford exactly, it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so, you know, when, when, like when I look at this list, it's sometimes when you're in the market, it's 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 hard to, um, you know, you, you forget that Raleigh is still one of the more affordable markets in the country, even though yeah. it doesn't always feel that way for folks definitely. who live here. When, when when you compare it to some of these other markets in the country, it's still one of the most affordable markets. Yeah. That, that, Minneapolis looks like the highest 17.4% of yeah. millennials with kids. Yeah. And oddly also one of the highest with baby boomers. So I guess they just have a lot of housing there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in Minneapolis. But yeah, that's super interesting. Yeah. So if you live here and you fit into one of those categories, it'd be interesting to hear. Um, if you plan to sell your house as a boomer anytime soon, or if you're just planning to stay there until you can't anymore. Yeah. 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 But anyway, I thought, I thought this is, you know, this is, this is like big level housing trends. Um, and I don't want to get into it tonight, but there, there was a, um, um, there's this, uh, uh what was it called? The, um, uh, the something wave, the silver, the silver wave, tsunami. the silver tsunami. And it's, um, and I, I, I do want to dig into it one night because it's really it's really fascinating. Um, but it's it's this thought that, you know, over the next you know decade or two decades, um, as as baby boomers move out of their large home, you know, into maybe like a single story home or something, something like that, a smaller home, a more manageable home as they age. Um, that this massive amount of inventory is going to be released and we're going to we're going to go from a market that has severe low inventory issues to a market that has a surplus of inventory issues and yeah. it's a really fascinating um you know projection that, that that some folks are making but but they're calling it the silver tsunami and yeah, so that's really cool yeah. and it'll be interesting to see of those houses who is kind of attracted towards them obviously people with with kids but when you think of um you know 
millennials in general have had less kids than the baby boomers would have had before us. And there's so many. And when you read about like Gen Z, which is still very young, but a lot of them have like no desire to ever have children. So it'll be interesting. Is there a reason for someone that doesn't have children to even buy like a four bedroom home mm -hmm. or these like so-called large homes here in this study? So I kind of wonder what will happen with those or if young people will be more drawn to the the same houses that the silver tsunami people are drawn to. And it's just going to be like a race for the small, yeah. the small houses. <laughs> yeah. 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 It will be, it will be really interesting. Um, but yeah. So anyway, some, some pretty big like macro trends out there as far as, as far as housing goes. Um, Miss Tenacious uh, mentioned looking for a um, small cottage bungalow style home. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, yeah. homes that, that, that size kind of, yeah, they can be, they can be tough. So, Definitely. um, and Earl are looking for a condo or a townhouse to, uh, to invest in. Yeah. yeah. Those are plentiful. Plentiful. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So, um, even, even with new, even with new construction, yep. especially townhomes. So yeah, yeah con condos are, you know, sometimes hit or miss as far as how many are available, but, yeah. um, townhomes are, are in an abundance. So, um, Talking about small homes, um, Carrie is working on making it easier for folks to build ADUs. So if you don't know what ADU is, an ADU is an accessory dwelling unit. And if you have no clue what that is, because that's a I mouthful. I thought it was apartment down under. <laughs> so <laughs> an accessory dwelling unit is, <laughs> it's it's essentially a um, like like a secondary housing unit on a single family yeah, lot. It's a tiny home in the backyard. That's yeah, what it exactly. Is. Yeah. Exactly. And there's been, you know, there's a there's a big there's a big national push to loosen up some of the restrictions on ADUs, make it easier for folks to build ADUs. Which and I think is good and needed because yeah. when you think about it as you have, you know, if, if let's just talk about these generational changes, right? You have millennials maybe a baby boomer who's retired and their only income is social security and they can't really afford to get into the market necessarily anymore because they're not working, but they need to be closer to family just for health reasons. Like it'd be awesome to be able to put a little tiny home in your backyard mm -hmm. for your aging parents. Um, exactly. You know, you, they still feel like maybe they have their own devoted space and they're not like intruding as much if they're in the main house or maybe your main house just isn't big enough to yeah. support it if you still have your own kids at home, um, which is also a growing trend for people to stay at home with their parents for longer. So it kind of helps with this like multi-generational living or making it into an income producing Airbnb in your yeah. backyard um, or something for your own adult children to live in until they can save up and afford for a house of their own. So yeah. I love the idea. Yeah. And, 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 that, and that's a really good point. Cause I, I tend to think of ADUs more of like an investment standpoint, but, but the, the multi-generational living is, I mean, that's, that's, that's crucial, you know, yeah. that's a big deal. And so, um, but anyway, K Carrie's in the process of making it easier for folks to build ADUs. I, I, I still think, you know, because I mean, there, there has been a movement in our area to make it more of a simple process. I still think though, kind of the last frontier, so to speak of ADUs and, and, and getting them pushed through is HOAs. Yeah, that's because true. At, at the end, they could be that kind of an eyesore. In yeah, because ways. at the end of the day, if, if, if Carrie loosens restrictions on ADUs, but your HOA, which most neighbor, most homes in our area are in HOAs, 
prevent ADUs, yeah, then, then the really then what's the point? Anything. Yeah, and so yeah. It, it it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't affect a whole lot. And they actually they had a number in here right now. I mean, Carrie Carrie has twenty five ADUs. That's, That's it. So small, and That's it makes so sense small. actually because you know we do have a good amount of people that reach out and they're like, I really want a house with an ADU, and yeah. I'm like, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> Not a pre existing one anyway. Mm -hmm. You know, there's I think I've only shown maybe one or two houses ever in my career that have an ADU in the backyard, and they're typically like in downtowns. Um, you know where I guess yep. those restrictions have, are lifted. Yeah, you, don't you don't have, have you don't have a HOA. Yeah. You don't have as many restrictions. Um, so I think it'll be great to see that happen. And maybe some, maybe some HOAs will loosen up their covenants so that, you know, they can allow maybe a certain amount of these or something. Maybe it depends on a lot of it. Obviously yeah. you need to have a big enough backyard, um, yep. which could be a problem in a lot of the carry neighborhoods, but in the older neighborhoods, you know, I think you'd have plenty of room and a lot of the older neighborhoods don't have an HOA. So yeah, if Carrie then, loosens up on it, it could provide a And lot. then you have to think too, like, you know, if you're in the more, like a more rural part, of of a county where there are no HOAs and most of the homes are not in HOAs, there's also a decent chance you're on a well and a septic, which means yeah. now you're restricted by the well and the septic as far as building an ADU, right? Because um, you know it's got it's got a perk for the 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 the, the proper yeah. Amount. And if there's so, already an existing well and the piping's going into it, can you connect something else to an existing well, or would yeah. you have to have a whole separate thing? Yeah. You know, so I guess it does have a lot of layers. Of it does. It does. But it's I not think, as easy as it sounds. I think the last frontier, so to speak, of like loosening restrictions on on ADUs will come from HOAs loosening up. Because um, if, sure. if if they don't, then it really, I mean, it, it does matter what the city what the city does. The city should make it easier. Um, but if HOAs put in restrictions against it, then it's 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 not it, it doesn't matter as much. Yeah. Um, but I don't know too too much personally about um, ADU restrictions, but I I do know typically I was kind of looking through like Raleigh's restrictions on it. Um, you know, they typically can't exceed the size of of the main house, which seems <laughs> which fair. which seems reasonable. That'd be pretty bizarre. Um, but uh but 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 it also said can't exceed 800 square feet so very few homes in our area are going to be smaller than 800 yeah. square feet and so yeah. that wouldn't be um that wouldn't be something that, that that would be affected but typically typically parking is also an issue i think most adus have to have at least one parking spot that's not on the road basically dedicated to them i believe um but yeah i i, I didn't i didn't read through all of them but um but yeah, I think I think when 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 you look at when you look at an area like ours that's becoming more densely populated, that over time will probably continue to have affordability issues. ADUs are great. Yeah, a great I mean, for that. you have and, to do something. Solution, the city, you know, the local counties and city governments, they have to try to do something to get more housing. And so yeah. this is like a pretty easy way that. It doesn't destroy anybody else's current space. You know, it's only up to that property owner if they want to do that. So I feel like nobody could really be offended by it. So maybe yeah. the neighbor of someone with an ADU or something like yeah. that. But I think that's pretty cool. It does say no home businesses can be operated outside of them. Um, oh, yeah, it does say that right there. You know, I don't know how you would really technically enforce something like that, but... That's kind of interesting because I think it'd actually be pretty cool to be able to run your home business outside. Yeah, it's got to have separate bathrooms, hot and cold running water, uh, a kitchen, and separate entrances. Yeah. So, which all makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, I think multi generational living. I mean, that's you know, like when I think when I think of our parents getting older. I mean, this is this is a great solution to having them close by. Right. Um, yeah. Well, also 
them having their own their own space. So and moms and dads, if you're watching, you're also welcome to just live in the house with us. You don't have we aren't gonna make you go in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> just if you want to. <laughs> yeah. Uh but anyway, I'd love to know y'all's thoughts on 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 ADUs. I know I know some of the people who watch these lives. Um I know I know you know have asked specifically about about ADUs. So especially if, if you live if you live in the area, I'd love to know I'd love to know your thoughts on on, on ADUs, what you think about them. Um, and um, yeah, so I think I think I, I think it's good that a place like Cary is kind of loosening loosening up those those restrictions. Yeah, because I would say Cary of all the areas seems to be one of the more strict on like what it would allow and Absolutely. not allow. So it's kind of cool to see them like leading the charge on the yeah. ADUs. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's really good. So, all right. Next, I wanted to go over a um, a development in uh, Chapel Hill that has our favorite steakhouse. Uh, so good. Yeah. Stony River Steakhouse. Guys, yeah. if you live here, it's worth the drive. If you don't live in Chapel Hill, Oh, it's just so good. They have this bread that comes out and I call it savory donuts. They're like these little round. I don't know. It's like the consistency of a donut, but it's not sweet. And it has this cinnamon honey butter. So good. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's just called, talk about it's called University Place Mall. It's in Chapel Hill. It's been there for, gosh, I don't know. My whole life for sure. Yeah. Probably 50 plus years. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's been there for a very long time, but it's it's a traditional mall um that had yeah 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 that that had like you know the the inside space you would you would walk through uh but essentially they're closing that off or they have already closed yeah. that off it's kind of um, been a process over a long time but they started has, this like big phase last year yep and um but i just i just wanted to they, they, they put out they put out an update and i just wanted to go over because i think it's really neat it's a it's an area where i feel like cindy and i are are at um you know pretty, pretty commonly. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah. So we've kind of seen it change over time. There's also a cool little kids play space in there called kids zoo. There Highly is. recommend. Um, if you have yeah. kids like age, like probably seven and under, it's pretty nice in there. Yeah. Yeah. But essentially they're taking out the interior of the mall and everything's going to be front facing. Yeah. So I think it's actually really cool. I know people, so there used to be this really great store there that people were devastated when it closed and it didn't have to close oh, because was that of a this. Southern, it just closed. Southern, it just went out of business, but it was called a Southern season. Yeah, Southern season. It was so cool. It was like, it was like the size of a department store and it just had all of these local and then some non-local, like different kinds of, had a little restaurant, kind of small it restaurant did, thing yeah. inside. But then, you know, they sold all these cooking utensils and like unique cookbooks so i almost feel like it was like william sonoma meets cracker barrel like the store at cracker barrel but it was like the best place to get gifts and you could just like wander and mosey around in there and it was just really fun but people were devastated when southern yeah, season it was closed. and that was not this project's fault mm -hmm. it was closing regardless but so that part kind of closed and i feel like that was kind of like the demise you know it was like okay how are we going to continue getting people in because they added a movie theater um, on a side where there used to be, I don't know what department store it was, maybe like Macy's or JC, which is a really nice movie theater, such a nice movie theater. It's, yeah, it's, it's called Silver like a, Spot. Yeah, it's more like an upscale. Yeah. One, one of the luxury ones where you can like order food yeah, and your seat and yeah, they bring it's in, really nice. um, it's really nice. And it's right next to that restaurant, Stony River. So Stony River and that movie theater kind of came several years ago. And so that side of the mall kind of felt like more new and refreshed. And then the inside was just kind of nobody ever 
was really walking around, which is actually kind of fun because when we would take our kids to kids zoo, they could just run through the halls of the mall and it didn't even matter because nobody else was in there. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad to see them refurbishing the most of the existing building instead of just like yeah. demolishing exactly. it, I repurposing cool. something that's there. Like, I don't know if it's really more environmentally friendly that way, but it kind of feels like it is. And it's like preserving the history a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think, I think, I think it's really cool. It's really cool what they're doing, but, um, but yeah, so, and, and they're obviously they're adding apartment complexes and, 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 and all these other things to the area. So it's becoming more like what, what we're seeing with other multi-use developments throughout the triangle where, excuse me, where you have, living spaces with like apartment complexes you have retail you have restaurants like that's what university place is becoming yeah and so it's yeah. going to look it's going to fit in well with basically every other multi-use development yeah, going in, yeah. Going i feel like it's going to feel a lot more like modern, um yeah a lot more modern kind of feel more like maybe the fenton or north hills and earl asked if stony river is a high-end restaurant i'd put it like medium in like when you go in you know there's a can it's what it's got a tablecloth and cloth napkins it is a steakhouse so yes high end it's not like but there's also a bar you can sit at so you can casually eat there as well you don't need to be like dressed to the nines or anything like that mm -hmm. but you know one person's probably going to spend at least forty dollars um yeah i mean it's it's yeah, once you, it's there, not, you get a steak not, yeah yeah it's not like there's a there's a steakhouse here called capital grill that yeah you, that like you know you go to like once every other year yeah, or something like, like that it's it's not that, that yeah it's not that level <laughs> yeah. so yeah, um, it's like a it's, step it's up really, from it's still expensive. Though. Yeah, it's like a step up from like Outback Steakhouse, really you know, so if you want a good steak, good food, you know, they've got a lot of nice drinks and things like that. So it's a good it's a good special occasion place. But if you sit at the bar, you could we've sat at the bar and like share, they have these huge steak burgers. You can share a burger. Yeah. and It's actually pretty, pretty affordable. So yeah. it just kind of depends on what you're looking for. Yeah. Um, but there, there was a, you'll be excited about this, Cindy. There was a, there was a Chick-fil-A inside of the mall that closed, but they're going to oh, add a, no um, in December, a permit was approved uh, to do a freestanding Chick-fil-A. Oh, that's um, awesome. Yeah. I was so sad because that closed like, kind of like right after COVID, I feel like. And I was so sad because I was, it was like Kid Zoo, Stony River, Planet Fitness and Chick-fil-A. That was like all that was left in there. And then the Chick-fil-A closed too. So yeah, it says it's uh, going into where the K&W is, but I'm not sure. What oh, okay. Well, it says now um, vacant K&W. I, so, I think I do remember there being a K&W when I was a kid, but I think it's been vacant for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, cool. I think I, this, I, this is, this is really cool. And this is a good example of a part of the triangle that is kind of going out of date reinventing itself to stay to stay yeah, modern and yeah. so I, I, think, I think that's I think really, really cool good. and i really hope that this could be a blueprint for northgate mall in durham that kind of the same thing just old school mall that you know it just closed and a developer bought it and i feel like it's just going through a lot of issues with like what are we going to do with this space and what is the yeah. city council going to allow us to do with zoning? But I kind of hope that maybe they could use this project and kind of, cause it's about the same amount of space. So you could do something pretty similar instead of it just being vacant eyesore. I know, right? Yeah. It's yeah. been vacant for a few years now. So yeah. I was so excited because they kind of projected some things like this is like floating ideas, but nothing has happened. Nothing, so nothing has happened. Hopefully yeah. maybe something else like this. And if they want to put another freestanding Chick-fil-A over there, I will not complain. <laughs> <laughs> Next level said Capital Grill is fantastic. So it's Paris. I haven't been to Paris, but but I mean you're you're right. Capital Grill is good. It's been gosh two years since we ate there. I think yeah, Capital Grill. I maybe think so. more than that. I can't remember was it now. Three kids. 
Well, we've eaten there pre-kids, and then I think we've eaten there one other okay. time. Yeah, probably um, two years ago. But it, yeah, it's it's really good. It's really it's it's like they come and like they like sweep your table off yes. with that little thing. Like they have like this little like razor blade thing, and they like get really, the crumbs off. Like it's, really it's like nice. definitely the more high end like customer service level yeah. is amazing. Yeah, and Michelle um, asks thoughts on inventory right now. Do you see it picking up as we get closer to spring, or do you think racing drop first? Uh, not sure if sellers are holding back. Um, I I think it's still a little too early to know if sellers are are going to hold back. Um, I think in inventory right now to me looks pretty similar as it does every January. Yeah, um, and I think I from, do think it will it will from the November. The year goes. I think it looks more promising than what we had in the fall. So yeah. I I do think more is coming. Um, you know, I don't think it's going to be a wave of inventory mm -hmm. just because I don't think there's enough places for the people who own to to go to. Um, but I think we will see more inventory this year than last. If that's just my gut feeling because the rates yeah. have dropped enough that I think the people who were not selling because of fear of rates are going to be comfortable enough at the six of six percentage rates than they were when it was like so volatile yeah. last year. It was like this week it's six, next week it's seven. The week after that, it's almost eight. You know, I don't think we're going to see quite the craziness with the rates this year. So hopefully that'll make more people comfortable yeah. enough to put their house on the market. Yeah. But right. But in inventory will inevitably increase as as the year as the year goes yeah so, especially come springtime yeah. you know like march april we'll see a big uptake yeah then. yeah the Just further seasonality. yeah the further we go into the year it will it'll it'll increase but i do i i do think i i, I think by march we'll have a decent a decent idea of you know are more sellers listing their houses this year as a result like like are are we are we seeing a thaw out of this um I would call lock-in effect, so to speak, right. where people feel locked in by their interest rates, so they're not selling even though they want to. Um, I, I think we'll have a pretty, a pretty clear answer by March. What that, what that answer is. Yeah, so. I think so for sure. I think so for sure. Yeah. Then Miss Tenacious says, "Saw cute cottage home online. Um, it's sold, but the area's called." Uh, 5401 North. Yeah, that's a that's a really nice that's a really it's neat a neighborhood. Really neat neighborhood. Yeah. It was one of the first like um, big like super heavy amenity neighborhoods. So yeah. when you're in the neighborhood, and there's a lot of housing. There's actually public schools within the neighborhood that kids could walk to. There's yeah. a park within the neighborhood you can walk to. There's a little bit of retail space. They have like a community garden, um, mm -hmm. which is really cool. So that is a really neat neighborhood. For it sure. is a neat neighborhood. Yeah. So that's um. Yeah. yeah. So keep your eye on that one because that's yeah. definitely a good one. Yeah. All right. Last uh, but not least, I always like to end on mortgage rates. Just check in where we're at. 6.89 today. So last week we were, I think, 6.77. So right around the same, right around the same line. So again, yeah. I think this is going to be a common theme. Um so um, I actually I actually heard someone say because I, I typically say higher for longer. And he said elevate. It was Lance Lambert. He said elevated for longer to not project this idea. That they're just higher, keep higher, going higher, and going and going. It's going to stay. Yeah, in but it's going to stay elevated yeah. for longer. And I actually really like that. That's that 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 was a good um, like intentional, intentional phrase. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I think we'll be elevated for longer. And I think, again, this week um, is is a good um is a good example yeah. of that, but and these are national, so those are going to change, you know, based on your your local 
uh, lending and stuff. Yeah, like to, that. to to a degree, but yeah. not not significantly. And yeah. I, you know, it's going to vary based on your credit score and your, right. um, you know, all, all, all of those kind of things. But right. um, this is a good. This averages in. Um, this number right here averages in a lot of different um, numbers that it's kind of pulling in and kicking out. Yeah. Average. So. Oh, um, RJ said, "Good evening. I'm bummed. I missed most of the stream. Oh, yeah. That's so nice. You can always hit rewind. So yeah, you're yeah, all exactly. good. Exactly. Yeah. Well, thanks for it. joining. Yeah. Thanks for joining, RJ. Yeah. Um, Cool, y'all. Well, thanks for joining this week. Um, as always, thanks, uh, Mima and Papa, for watching the kids downstairs. Yeah. Um, and I hope y'all have a good weekend, and we will see y'all next week. Bye, y'all.